morning, officer. Maybe this is the pot calling the kettle black. This guy thinks he's a genius and he's a moron. <laughs> oh, oh, this is live. Think of like the dumbest cave troll let you know. You looked right at me when you said that. You're not the dumbest. Here are the facts as I see them. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special Saturday recording of uh, the Bandit's Trail of Conspiracy. Uh, welcome, everybody, on Instagram. This is a live feed. This is Neith. We're doing this with no net. Uh, we're going to do something a little different. We're not going to talk about how our week was. We're not going to get into current events or politics or history or, or none of that. Well, maybe a little bit of history. But uh, this is the Bandit's Trail of Conspiracy. Until y'all think of a better name and send it to me. Uh, but a lot of good names have been taken, like Conspiracy Corner, I think, is taken Trail by some That was a good name. <laughs> Horrible event. Good name. Uh, but anyways, so here on the Trail of Conspiracy, this is going to be our little special episode where uh, I just thought it'd be really fun to think of every conspiracy we could. Because Merce isn't really neck deep in this part of the schizophrenia class. They scare uh, me. Yeah. I don't do scary. Yeah. Uh, but so I, I dig into them. Don't get me wrong. Uh, anything I'm about to say, I'm not even necessarily saying I'm endorsing or believing or anything like that. We might give it a little scale of how believable it might be. But most of these I'm going to bring up, I have no belief in whatsoever. An overwhelming amount. Uh, maybe we'll just let y'all pick and choose which ones y'all think I believe. Keep it a little mysterious. Or, or comment some ones for us to look into in the future. True. We, this might be like a reoccurring uh, close to Halloween special or something like that. Halloween also scares me. Really? Not, well, like, not, actually, I can tell you what scared me the most was actually Christmas. And it was the, um, the abominable snowman on Rudolph. Oh, dude. He's a terrifying Dude, kid. he was a scary thing. The claymation. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that was Bumble bad. was his name. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's... I did like the lumberjack, though. Yes. Oh, what's his name? Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> I was going to say Patches of Hulahan, but that's Dodgeball. <laughs> Similar caliber name. <laughs> yes. So, all right. Let's 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 get into it. Uh, let's rip it off the beginning. Let's go with big obvious ones. Uh, JFK assassination. That That's probably the granddaddy of them all. You're going to start with a mind blower. <laughs> it did. It <laughs> literally blew minds. One mind, singular. I've been to the spot where he got shot. In what, Dallas? Yeah. I lived an hour and a half from Dallas for three years, never even. Yeah, I went there. It's really just like a, like a, a splatter, a paint splatter on the ground. <laughs> About to say, they never cleaned it up? <laughs> Dude, that's been a long time, man. <laughs> they pres- there's like there's like some uh, like homeless guy who's like, he's like, $10, I'll show you exactly. And we're like, no. And then you can like paid a little tour to go up to like the window that they, I was like, we all know he didn't get shot. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, uh, I've seen a lot of different things on it. I mean, no big evidence that comes to mind like right now, but I, I, uh, I think I saw Oliver Stone's JFK movie whenever I was like a lot younger than I should have, like at 10 or 12 years old where I'm just like, I don't understand half of the context of everything that's happening, but no, the one, uh, I think a Joe Rogan clip that's really famous about it. Is like it's uh, documented where they have him on the gurney, like after he's been shot and he's in the hospital, and uh, like you know they're holding chunks of his head together, <laughs> I guess. And uh, they like the doctor looks down, is doing something, turns around, turns, looks back at the president, like on the 
stretcher, and now there's a bullet laying next to him, and that was like the bullet that went into him. And there, there's like so many things. Another example is the driver, the Secret Service driver. Uh, so I heard from an ex Secret Service guy, the training in all of those situations is if there's a shot fired and you have the president. You slam the gas. You yeah. slam. You get your priority number one is getting out of that situation. It was this one hit the brakes. You, you didn't get him. <laughs> no, and and of course uh, JFK. Not too long before that, uh, there was what him saying. I'm not sure the validation of, but him saying something along the lines of, "I want to take the CIA and shatter it into a thousand pieces and scatter it to the wind." Uh, okay, we got somebody commenting in says the uh, the enhanced Zapruder film shows the driver shoot him with a pistol and William Cooper, the retired Navy intelligence, uh, showed it in 1993. Dude, send it to me on Twitter. Send it right now. Thank you for comment. That's cool. Uh, yeah, so I will check it out and uh, we'll we'll like give an up maybe a rebuttal to this in our actual podcast. Uh, to whatever y'all send in. I'm not that but, dark down the rabbit hole with any of it, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure what happened did it. Uh, they, what's in the books, I don't think is right. True, and I think that's the nature of a lot of these. Is uh, I do not know the truth, but I just got a sneaking suspicion what the official narrative is isn't true. However, on a bunch of other of these, as y'all see, I, I believe the narrative, what the establishment tells me to. Uh, i tell you the one that's not nearly as famous but I believe actually has much more corresponding evidence. Uh, what's his name? Wendigoon did a, a YouTuber. It's gotten really popular really quick. Did a great special on it uh, about Martin Luther King being assassinated. I've heard of that. I don't really, I've never heard any other conspiracy theories, but I was like, off the top of my head, the stuff I can remember and all of his stuff was, I remember like looking at half of it going like, this can't be true and researching it afterwards on the public record. Uh, MLK's family sued the federal government for, if not prompting his assassination, definitely allowing it to happen. And they sued for like $2 because they didn't want to make it about money, like just about like, hey, we want to prove this is true in the 90s. And they, they won. And like some of the evidence is. So the official narrative is, well, Dr. King's on his uh, balcony. There's a guy across the street uh, in a bathroom of a restaurant or a hotel on the second story, get some building, but he's shooting out of the bathroom. James Earl Ray. It is James Earl Ray <laughs> because we grew up in the South and we heard that a lot. Yeah, James Earl Ray uh, shot out of this window directly and, and assassinated Martin Luther King. Um, however, in front of that window was a giant oak tree growing that completely obstructed the view, the line of sight from like the house or the, so the building. But the local police that night got a work order, sent in a work order for utility workers to go out and cut down the tree so that a line of sight could. You think it was the tree? The tree did it. Pretty much. That's what, I, that's what everybody's <laughs> pointing to, Merce. That's tree huggers. Y'all are falling for their tricks. It's right in front of our faces. Uh, no, but it, it's from that to like even. The rifle they display in uh, the the museum, like dedicated to MLK, I can't remember the exact specifics of it, but it's something along the lines of like, let's say it's like a Remington Model 760 rifle. I don't know if that's a real one, but I'm just saying like that's the you know that will come in different calibers, like 30 out six, 243, and it's it's like the same model, just different calibers. 
well, they had one at the museum that was like, oh, he got shot by this 243 Remington, yada, yada, yada. The caliber they found in him wasn't that. Like, it was like 30 out six or so. I'm just making, I'm, right. I'm not saying the exact caliber. I was, they said he got shot with a 30 out six. Something, yeah. And uh, there's so much stuff about the local police and the FBI being involved and him being assassinated. Uh, those two off the bat, and uh, go back to the JFK. He, uh, uh, the real Blue Cross, chimed back in. He said he doesn't have the, the link. He said, but he saw it from a video of a conference he held. Cooper was later uh, later predicted 9/11 and was killed in a shootout a month after it actually happened. Dude, you are going deep into this rabbit so hole. Cooper? Who's Cooper? Who's? It was uh, William Cooper. William Cooper. Retired Navy uh, intelligence is what he mentioned. That so we'll have is. To look into it for future. That's going on the notepad, dude, and I follow the notepad. <laughs> uh, Blue Cross, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, adding to this discussion. Uh, all right. I, you know what? I have, like, a bunch of conspiracies written down, and one I didn't even think of because I think it's a little too hot to trot, but he just brought it up, the, the 9-11 conspiracy. And I don't know where I sit on this one, I know there are people that believe it to be a conspiracy that are so much in the bonkers realm of, like, there wasn't even planes that hit. It was just, like, missile. I'm like, that's too much. That That's way, for me, that is too much of a leap to even try to believe that. Uh, however, there's some funny stuff with Donald Rumsfeld, and I, I tend to lean on, like, 9-11, for the most part, was done by pissed-off Muslims, like South Park said. I can see where they're, like, they let it happen. I could see almost like a, a like Pearl Harbor. Of, they just kind of like turned around and like, yeah, the keys are in the plane. Oh, <laughs> all right, we got to Oops, we got to invade the Middle East now. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's such a weird thing. It's, it's, it's I don't know. The the you know what? I think we could put all of that into like one slice. Cause I'll tell you what I think's funkier than than nine eleven was Osama bin Laden's. Uh, funeral. A, a funeral and assassination and all. I don't know what it's like. I, when I, assassination normally has like a really bad tinge to it, it should. Uh, but uh, no, he he needed to get shot if what he did was accurate, uh, as we were told. So, with that, yeah. What what was it, Merce? Like after our Navy SEALs took him out, uh, immediately there was no photographs of the body or anything. There's the, one, there's the one picture you see with a bullet hole in his head. Yeah, and it's like a real rough picture, isn't it? Yeah, like a looks like it's a classified like like photo on it. Yeah. And then they immediately take his body out to sea uh, and throw it out there. And then, uh, I don't know how accurate this is. Wasn't the whole SEAL team that... I think SEAL Team 6 was in a helicopter crash. Yeah, that, 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 I'm like, man, that is... Around these giant powers, I will say, if, there, if all of these conspiracies are completely unfounded and false, which they might be, what just a series of unfortunate events to surround a certain group of people. Convenient. Yeah. It's always back to my... Yeah, true. Um, so, you know, those are some of the more well-known ones. Uh, the Moonlight... I think those are ones that actually started making people dig into other things. I will say this, like, as much as I don't believe uh, 9-11 was like... You know, I, I don't know if, our, if someone planted explosives or whatever... Uh, but I would, I think it's healthier for a population to lean more towards in that direction than just, 
oh, everything's going to work out fine and just listen to everything the they say. on unco- true. Yeah, yeah, because that's, that's how you end up with authoritarian dictatorships. Uh, or not even those. There, there's other means of total obedience. Okay, what if things are really that bad? Would you rather be lied to or be told just how really effed everything is? I'd rather be told how effed everything is. I think I would too, but I do think there's a... I do think there is some credence to the fact that a good chunk of the population probably couldn't handle it. Probably could. I've always said if there isn't a God, as much as, like, I believe in a God, if there's not a God, I'd rather know that. I would rather for certain know the truth and then deal with it accordingly. Right. But I just, you know, there's no one hard answer on that. Calm down, screaming atheist. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all got all the answers. Anyways, moving on to conspiracies. Is God real? That's a conspiracy. Any new comments, Mr. Checker? Yeah. Oh, well, no, the uh, Blue Cross chimed back in about oh. a book called uh, Behold a Pale Horse was written by the Cooper guy to check out. Behold and, a Pale Horse. And then uh, and then I guess right before 9-11, too, I did remember that. Um, the, you made a comment about Rumsfeld. Uh, remember, had $2.3 trillion went missing. Yeah. Right before yes, that's exactly what, like, yeah, and there's his secretary was How even. How many people died? I wonder what they had, the, the, the amount of money to life is on that. Dude, here's the thing. Donald Rumsfeld, you know what he was before he was... Sec- what was he, Secretary of Defense? I, that's... Something close to that. I Don't... was in middle school then, yeah. so I wasn't really... Yeah. Dude, before that, he was like an executive for... He was the head of a lobbyist firm for, like, food and drug companies to get passed by the FDA. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so he went from that to wars. <laughs> And two point three trillion ended up disappearing. Yeah, Blue Cross. I know. I know that part is correct. That's one of those funny things I was talking about. But uh, okay, so that the Merce moon landing really happened, or just Stanley Kubrick? I, Neil deGrasse Tyson, aka the Space Walrus, has uh, convinced me on that. You know who he is? Yes. Like, a, yeah, okay. Uh, Space Walrus. He's like a really like approachable, like down to earth, like. Yeah, some of his opinions I'm not all there about, but he really convinced me. I've never done it, so maybe he's a really good liar, but he says if you have, like, the right telescope, you can go look at the moon. You can, they, 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 there's plates up there you can, like, get, like, laser. Yeah, yeah, I get So, I don't know how they fake that one. There is a lot of weird stuff about it, though. That, yeah. like, uh, there was a lot of filming of them, like, on wires acting like they're on the moon. Well, it's like you got to trying to go to space. They put them underwater yeah. in a. I don't know if they're trying to get used to gravity. I mean, they could be like, like, is what's going to move where I can like low gravity? So yeah. Put them in a swimming pool. True. I, 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 I think there'd be like a thousand other explanations. Even did a whole episode and like everything, the weird stuff they pointed out. They're like, well, it's weird. It does actually happen this way. Mythbusters is a conspiracy. <laughs> CIA plant psyop. Myth busted. <laughs> <laughs> Busters of non-myths. Anyways, no, I don't know. They seem like friendly fellas. Uh, Let's move I heard on. That the two of them hated each other. Or uh, the the one with the walrus looking one. He did not like Adam, <laughs> I guess. But, but they they got along good for like throughout for the show's purposes. But I've heard in like real life, he didn't like Adam. I could see his personality just like <laughs> leave me alone, you annoying twat. <laughs> just, yeah, because he's like very reserved, and then Adam's like way over the top. Yes, so I could see that. Adam needs Adderall or takes way too much of it. Um, <laughs> probably, probably. He's got a sweet spot. <laughs> Either really high or really low. Uh, all right, so what we went over. I, I want to get the bigger, juicier ones kind of out of the way and talk about some of the more fun niche conspiracies. That, those probably would be your basket. Yeah, but everything's kind of a result from there. 
Everything's a basket. That's a new one. Writing it no, down. No, not everything's a basket. <laughs> I would say, but that would just make, like, if you had to pick a basket, like, the main ones, that would be. Yeah, and also, like, uh, Aliens Area 51, I think. I'd say probably the, big, then the biggest one now would be, like, Flat Earth would probably be. Uh, sad, sadly, yeah, and there's just too many. I think it, it angers me whenever <laughs> I have to talk about it, because. It makes more sense for things to be round in the universe and flat, because gravity is always pulling on them and pushing them like a, a kind of spherical shape. I, I, just I've never heard one theory or reason why where I've been like, that kind of makes sense. It's more like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yep. Yeah, and that's... Man, that takes a really hard level of dedication to believe a lot of people are in on that. Uh, like, as, as much as people loved in history to explore and travel and mention airplanes, it's just like, nobody ever came back. Like, hey, there's a giant wall of ice. Like, <laughs> Antarctica. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you try to go south, you just hit that wall. It's like, okay, the North Pole. Yeah, like, same I mean, thing. That's, yeah, the, that's the other wall. I could have fun with it. <laughs> Okay, so you're, so if anything, then you still got half a globe. The world yeah. of snow globe yeah. shape. Yeah. It's not flat. It's just like one. The underside's flat. Mm. I could hypothetically. My brain can actually kind of see where it's like because you know if you look at a map of the globe and you look at the South Pole, every way is north from there because yeah. it's circular. Well, that would be also true if there was just a linear wall and everything above that would be technically north. Yeah. And everything south of that would be technically south. But, anyways, there's too much other crap. Well, that, like you said, yeah, it, it ruins things with the atmosphere. Like, there's so much that can't work. It, yes. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've my favorite is, like, there was, like, the conspiracy theorist. He's, like, setting all these, like, stuff, things out. And he's like, all right, there should be no drop. And, <laughs> and he, like, proves himself right. He's like, well, that could only work. If, and you're like, ha! I think one uh one of the things that really proved this was one of the longest suspension bridges ever built, and it was like also really tall. The base of it was closer together than the tips of it, than the tallest point, because that was closer. If they're on a sphere, that's technically it's technically like that, not straight up. To I think it was like in Rome, there was like they they're talking like during, I forget who it was, but um, observations, like they had different obelisks, and like at different times, you know, at the same time of day, their shadow lengths were different lengths. Right. It gave them the theory that they're, you know, because they were pointed at... Different that. angles, yeah. yeah. Instead of being on a flat surface. Exactly. Uh, and also, well, one of my favorite stories, I don't know if I've told it on the podcast before, but it's it comes from the Middle East, and it was like during one of their high points of, of really like knowing shit more than other people do way back then, and... One, like, shepherd just observed when he looked down this well at different times of the year. At the same, different seasons, but the same time of day, the sun would shine in it at different angles. He was just like, well, would you look at that? You son of a bitch. He probably did. (laughs) He probably did. But it was probably more like, well, Allah, Allah, Ahmadinejad. But uh, Muhammad, Muhammad Ali. Uh, But no, uh. Yeah, that's how he like figured it. Did some math equations. Goes, oh, it must be round. Anyways, no more flat Earth. We're not we're we're not leaking our brains out of our ears on that one. Can't wrap around our heads around that one. Nope, you can't because you can't even finish it. I guess. Um, secret societies, Freemasons, Illuminati esque. I believe that to an extent. Yeah, I believe it I to an extent. That- 
their hands are as much as you think they are, at least the ones you know about. Yeah. I mean, do I think that there's probably a secret pedophile ring? Okay, maybe the Catholic Church. <laughs> maybe the Catholic Church is in on some stuff. My, I'll go with that one. Yeah. But I think, I think, and there might be some, yeah, higher Freemasons, but I don't think all of them are in cahoots. No, I, I can't, because, like, I've seen Freemason lodges in, like, uh, the backwoods of, like, Alabama and Florida, and I'm just like, Ooh. They're not in on it. Huck or, Finn. Or they are. Or they are. Everything's going down. Dude, they do not have things going for them then. But I uh, I tend to think when it comes to that, I think a lot of conspiracy theorists like to believe there's like one Illuminati like ruling everybody and pulling the right puppet strings. I think there is like, I, I don't, I, it's really hard for me to believe you can have that many bloodthirsty, selfish people unite in one group to dominate the world unifyingly. I think there's too many self-interests at stake for them to share that power. So what I think it's more likely, it's more decentralized than that. And it's almost like you have a circle that is the CIA. You have a circle that is the FBI. You have a circle that is these hedge fund billionaires. You have a circle that is these hedge fund multi-multi-millionaires. You know, like a step down from them. You got these... Just different social circles so that are... You, or would there be, like, elites within the elites? Where it's like, yeah, we've got to have some regular people out there to bring money in. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me, but I would bet even then, hypothetically, could there be one group trying to unify them into a certain direction? I think maybe trying to, but I think even then, doing that is much... The Shriners are secretly evil. Dude, I don't trust them hats. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually satellite communication devices. That's why I never watched Gravity Falls. The character's hat freaked me out. Because he wears oh. one of them. Oh, it's good. But there's a reason he wears it. Okay. There, it's, well, I, it, it's, it, he's a con artist and tries to put on a get up. Anyways, the same Gravity Falls episode. Save that for the podcast, Instagram. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, so we're going to get into some of the more niche crazy ones. Uh, was Atlantis a real civilization that's been systematically covered BJ up? BJ chimed in and said, yo. <laughs> yo, BJ, how we doing? I dig it. Uh, all right, Atlantis, was that a real place? I want to say yes, because of so many historical accounts, and was it, um, was it Aristotle? One of, one of them in, in Greece was like, yep. it, like, went on in like detail about it, and he was, and as advanced as he was in Rome was, he's like, this place blew us away. Yeah. And then, so I don't, I don't know. Well, what Air, it was, I think it was Aristotle. What he said was that when he went to Egypt to learn, he uh, learned from the Egyptians who, like, kept these really good accounts of their history, their tradition. And they were like, oh, yeah, it was over this place, I think, to the west. Like, to, in the western part of Africa, that had they, they perfectly described how it was laid out. In the past. And then he recorded that, went back to Greece, and was like, hey, you want to hear about this crap the Egyptians were talking about? But there is, I can't remember the guy that was on Rogan. He brought it up, a young guy that, that knew quite a bit. And he laid it out that it's somewhere on, in the Horn of Africa. There's really good corresponding evidence for what he said. Then I heard another. Here's one of the big problems he, with the. DJ wins it. He said. He said. He said it, it was real. Just watch Aquaman. <laughs> Case closed. Case closed. All right. Believable. Very believable. That's a one through ten. That's a twelve. BJ. He, Jason Momoa saved us all. <laughs> one of the biggest things for Atlantis, like you can be like, is it's like what we've only just like 
explore like 1% or 10% yeah. of a whole ocean, you and, know? And they have found wild stuff. Like, I know off the coast of Japan or China, they found what appears to be a large chunk of, like... So they thought pretty much this this kingdom palace just went down to the beach, but then they found out it goes much deeper off than that. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, a lot of origin of mankind stories talk about a great flood. I don't think something like Atlantis is that far out of the question. Um, now, how advanced or were they? Uh, I don't know. That's up to speculation. Because uh, well, I, mean, I think he was talking about like all their like hydroponic gardens and like he kind of yep. like Aristotle kind of goes in detail of like not just oh there's these advanced societies like here's the stuff they have. Yeah. Like, yeah, that is just at least for their time, it's mind blowing. Like you know, it falls in the sea. I mean, that could be like an earthquake. Yep. You know, I don't. I, one of the good theories I heard about it, so if you're looking at a map and you know where like you got Europe and then you got Africa and you got the Mediterranean Sea and almost looks like Spain's like about to touch the tip of Africa, yeah. there actually used to be a giant like rock structure, some earth structure there that held back a lot of the Atlantic and sometime a long time ago collapsed, collapsed and the fl- filled okay. up the Mediterranean. Uh, so it was like uh, the heads on Easter Island is another thing. That's weird. Yeah, that's, all of Easter Island is an odd thing. Yeah. And it's like way out by itself. Dude. Out by itself. It, there's not a lot of resources. And it's, from what I've heard, to make those heads and stuff, like literally they would have sat there and used up all the island's resources. Yeah. To, to And hey, I'm not going to say... There's bodies like yeah. below the heads. Yeah. On, yeah, on some of them, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not married to any answer on any of these conspiracies. Like, I'm open to evidence corresponding any... Like, I could believe that mankind in that section of the world were so religious to some idea they dedicated that much of their life. Or they were terrified of, like, sea monsters, and they were building, like... like this was bull build giants that scare off the sea monsters. Yeah. Or... Just like, you know, just like when there was an eclipse, they thought it was a dragon eating the sun. What if they're ancient Gundam wings? ancient mechs <laughs> and you just gotta have the right code to make them come to life oh dude i just invented a new japanese cartoon i'm impressed with myself rise of easter island i like it i dig it all right into the more little nuanced ones uh i really gotta say i believe this next one and it's not a popular one but i think it's a very easily proven one uh, not proven there's just really strong evidence to support it and that is the entire reason we got off the gold standard in, what, 1971? Nixon. <laughs> yes. Barry Goldwater had died of a stroke shortly after. I don't know if he died of a stroke. I don't know if it was shortly after, but it sounded good. I personally good. don't really have anything against Nixon because I would have been way worse. Nixon how I would have been if I was president. Like, so I can't fault him on that because that'd make me a hypocrite. The, the greatest depiction of Nixon I've ever seen is Futurama. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. I'm going to break into everybody's house and mess up the place. <laughs> I like uh, his uh, vice president or the, it's just the, oh, dang, what's his name? Um, his like right-hand uh, man to Nixon. I know it to, to Zap Brannigan. That's Kiff, but no. No, no, because in, in, uh, he doesn't have a head yeah. in, um, in Futurama. No, Nixon has a head. He doesn't yeah, have no, a body. Just, I know, but then his um, assistant? assistant is just a body. Is it McNamara? No, no, but he's a famous. He was a famous person, a politician. Yeah. Same with Nixon. I can't remember. Uh, okay. Me nuts now. Anyways, back to what I was saying. Uh, so in 1971, Nixon got off the gold standard, and 
a lot of evidence I've heard points this towards, uh, you know, we had the Marshall Plan after World War II to, like, help pay for rebuilding Europe. And we paid it to them in a bunch of IOUs in gold. It was supposed to be like a loan to help them rebuild after being war-torn. Uh, and it was like in 1970, I'm pretty sure, France asked the United States, is like, hey, can we see all that gold that you've been promising us to? And like, you know, that that's going to go to this Marshall Plan rebuilding process. And it's a couple months later, Nixon pretty much says, ah, it doesn't matter, we're all getting off the gold standard. All money is just paper now. And That's literally what it feels like now. It's just monopoly money. Yep, it, it is. And... Uh, you know, also back then, supposedly all of our gold was stored. Spiro Agnew. This <laughs> is the headless body. In oh, okay. Oh, that's what you were doing, Googling <laughs> that. Okay. Um, of course, you are autist. I, um, I would have been able to function if I didn't know. It's funny that artist and autist are so close together. Anyways, uh, correlation. Conspiracy. Possibly causation. <laughs> uh, but... So, yeah, that was pretty much the gist of it. The whole reason we got off the gold standard was because we loaned out a bunch of money. We could not back up with our actual gold. And now we're here. Another one I've heard. <coughs> There's still gold in Fort Knox. Yeah, that, that's the other conspiracy. Was there ever gold in Fort Knox? Well, I mean, there's pictures, but was it just there for the photos? Or- yeah, and... It, and uh, I've flown yeah. right near it because actually it's in restricted air. Fort Knox is restricted airspace. You can't fly over I it. Figure. You have to fly around it. But I've like buzzed, like I've gone like around the edge of it. Right. I have nothing else to add with that. But <laughs> I've seen it with my own eyes I know from they above. Let you fly over it, <laughs> which is odd. <laughs> Actually, most but, military bases. I was about to say, like, uh, that kind of makes sense, actually, even if there is no conspiracy behind it. But no, I think uh, I'm out to lunch on if there is gold in Fort Knox. I'd lean towards, I heavily believe, that's a lot of the reason we got off the gold standard. If we're off the gold standard, does it even matter if there's gold in Fort Knox? Do you think we're ever going to repay our debt? No. So no. What, at what point does like the U.S. just hit the reset button? It's default. Yeah, It'll just, default just like, on it. And, like, oops. And then I don't know what the hell happens. It's all like digital money, like on just numbers on a, in computers anymore to an extent. Well, my thing is like what happened to Rome. I mean, you know, there was no big thing that took Rome out. It's just after a while. It's because well, they kept losing their money. I mean, you still yeah. find their coins everywhere. Yeah. Well, do you know how they did their own version of inflation? About melt- Did I ever talk about that? Melting down the coins? No. So like when Rome starts like becoming an empire... They they have their coin the Daenerys Daenerys I, okay. I I might be pulling that name out of my ass, uh, but uh, they have their coin and as the Roman government starts spending more, according to a lecture I remember from Tom Woods, by the way, uh, as they're spending more they need to have more money to to spend. So as they get their money back in circulation, they would melt it down and start putting iron and like making it less pure. And that caused an inflation. Like, actually, it, that's who it was. It was Thomas Sowell who traced it, and like they could trace the receipts of how much a mule you would charge for a mule to pack your stuff and take it all the way to this other town. And they had it like in this year, and then like 20 years later, and they're like, oh, the price has gone up because the money is l- physically worth less than it was. I got you. Uh, so, 
Now they just do that with the click of a button instead of smelting the gold down and making it more I knew, impure. Uh, I was reading like when the U.S. was like first starting out, that's the reason the coins have the ridges around the edges because when the coins are still pure or silver or whatever, they would just they would grind a little bit off the edges and keep saving the, the shavings and the pilings and make other coins. So the coins would be actually a little bit smaller and wow. they're using it to make, be able to make another coin or shave some all, of the metal off. All the extra so That's parts. why they have the ridges around the edges now so you can tell that nobody's like... Shaved it off. Yeah. I'll be darned. No, that's good Good for them. Uh, so, all right, speaking of financing and, and stuff like that while we're in this realm, uh, this is one of my favorite conspiracies I've heard, and I'm so middle of the road on it. It's, it's the fact that the USSR, United Soviet States of Russia. Sorry. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I remember Ray Stevens' song, Surfing, Surfing USSR. It was parody of Surfing USA. But I digress. Uh, no, so the conspiracy was that the communist revolution was not only funded, but controlled by the large international bankers. I uh, know that seems to go like, what do you mean? That seems like they would want the opposite of that. But here's the thing. As a collective, the USSR was like a central control mechanism to influence a population directly. Now, here's some of the evidence that points towards this. Uh, so the communist revolutionaries during the October Revolution and the, what there was a provincial court after that, but then eventually the Bolsheviks totally took over. And that was Lenin. Uh, the bald guy with the fun, funny mustache and the beard, and Trotsky, the guy with the kind of Jew-fro with the glasses that looks like he's fried out of his gorge half the time. Yeah. It was like that uh, John C. Riley character. Yeah, he kind of, yeah. <laughs> he's a skinny John C. Riley. is like perfect with glasses. Uh, so before, before the revolution, uh, if I'm rem- remembering correctly, I think I got this from... Uh, not Colbert Report, because that's what the Stephen Colbert, but it's... I, I, it's it a, really? No, no, it's not him. It's a different Colbert. Colbert? The Colbert? So, look, I, I, I can't remember it off the top of my head, but I do remember like these, these facts that I later researched found them to be true. Before the revolution, Trotsky uh, actually lived in New York City. And I, I think he was a Russian or Ukrainian, and he was like, you know, writing his theories about upcoming Marxism and, and stuff like that. Uh... And the apartment he rented out cost quite a bit of money. And it cost more money than he made in a month. Okay. So somebody seemingly was funding. Now, he was kind of like an influential person, a little bit of a vagabond, got around in social circles. It's kind of like the steel man theory is like, well, he kind of conned people out of that money. Or got them. A gracious way to put it, it would be. Beatles. <laughs> no, it was before the Beatles. Way before him. That uh, some of the... Socialites were funding his lifestyle. And, you know, that you don't have to have deep conspiracies to the bankers for that to happen. Uh, but before the October Revolution, he took a trip from New York, and his plan was to drive by car across the United States-Canadian border to get to, like, the western coast of Canada and then take a boat or some... Yeah, take some kind of ferry over to Russia and kickstart the revolution. Now, he happened to be pulled over at a checkpoint or investigated or something along the lines of the way 
it was noted for the public record, like in the back of his trunk, he had a huge case of gold bars. And then he happens to go over to Russia. And then, you know, they let him go. They don't keep him because he's like just getting back home or whatever. They let him go. He gets back to Russia and not too much later, the October Revolution kicks off. And it's almost... briefcase of money. Like, and dude, it... I don't know. Check check the sources on that. But if you call BS on me, I, I'll take it. But it, when I heard it laid out, I was like, man, what a way for very powerful people to gain control over a region and not have the people know that they're in control and just make up some bullcrap excuse of, oh, it's for the good of the people, that the collective that we do this. But actually... That's what they always say. Yeah, yeah. And it's just really these big bankers pulling the shots. Which, hey... I know the big bankers were pulling the shots in the United States around the same time. Like, they're really dictating where the Marines go for banana republics. And that's, I talked about Smedley Butler, Smedley Butler a couple episodes ago. This is all that same time era. So, there's a whole lot of international chess pieces moving around. And that was one, I'm not completely sold on it, but I'm like, ooh, I could see some fun connections to make that and make that's sense. That's when you had to do it physically. Now you can do stuff with a push of a button. Yes. Wire transfers. and Back then you actually had to manually move stuff back and forth. Um, so, yeah, USSR started by the bankers like J.P. Morgan Chase. I think he was also... A, had, so then you would technically say the USSR defaulted on its loan? They kind of did. They couldn't keep up the... Pay, the like in, the country? In the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, you could say something along those lines and... And it was like a come one, come all, get what you can of Soviet surplus that's left over. They auctioned it off on the steps. Dude, yeah. A lot of it was. Um, so, so that was the more like technical and conventional theories. Let's get into some more otherworldly ones. Uh, one of my favorites that I, I want it, I don't believe it, but I want it to be true. Inner Earth. Yeah. Agartha. I want I want there to be caves that lead to an under underworld that's totally different than Yeah, when I read that book as a kid, I like was like, Oh man What Journey to the Center of the Earth? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's so cool. Like, oh and I thought that would really and I was like the same thing. I think most kids like dig a hole in your yard and you really <laughs> believe if you keep digging you... I mean me and a, when I, before I moved out to the ranch, it was me and a neighborhood kid. We dug and then like we were so annoyed when we hit water. Like you know, Florida, don't think about the water table. We dug like like four or five foot down. Yeah. And like, well, we're digging. Good on my parents at the time. Like, well played. But they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, keep going. You're, you can do it. And they're like, oh, that boy's going to sleep good. Yeah, he's going to be out, and son. And they're just so annoyed when we hit water. And they're like, oh, we'll just move the hole over a few feet and keep digging. And did it like, <laughs> still didn't know, you know, don't, don't know geology at no. eight years old. No, but that's that's cool. We keep hitting water. <laughs> Man, let's try a different spot. <laughs> so much water spots around here. Um, no, but I'll tell you, and there's, uh, did you ever hear of, was it Operation High Jump down in Antarctica? I think I mentioned it on an earlier podcast. I don't know if, the, I don't know if I know the name of the operation, but is that the one where the guy tried to cross it or they like and then like made it super classified yes there was a large naval operation supposedly i don't know i wasn't there but just a brief summary yeah uh some stuff went down there and then well one of the guys disappeared 
I can't remember his name. Something Wallace. I want to say yeah, Wallace is a part of his. And he was a part of a, like a scout. Like it's like the Navy sent like a destroyer. I don't know ship classes. Big boat full of a lot of people down to the Antarctic. I think to check out what like to make sure Hitler wasn't screwing around down there. I think that was a big part of it. And I'm not. You don't even have to like point to a cult or any crazy stuff like that. Like maybe he just has weird submarines hiding out down there. Just be like, yeah, there's this giant landmass that nobody's at. We should maybe check out that humans have been able to get footholds in before. It's not not literally hiding under the bed. Yeah. So they get there in like one of the scout planes. Something, Wallace. And we just happened to look it up. It's actually Admiral Byrd. But uh, no, his. Not even close. Nope, not even close. I don't know. Maybe I was thinking of Braveheart and William Wallace. But uh, nope, not a Scotsman. Um. Supposedly, his diary goes into how he flew his plane and over a ridge and saw it was like a hole that led in the inner earth that he could fly his plane into, and alien beings came up on some kind of UFOs and guided him in and told him about their secret society and how they can't mess with humans until the time is right. And oh, it's it's a whole lot of. I'll, I'll give them this if for it. I kind of believe a lot of that is made up because that sounds way too fantastical. Uh, It's even questionable if the diary... They're just like stuck in the frozen Arctic of nothingness on a boat and just like Muppet's cabin fever. (laughs) (laughs) It's all in his head. He's like, dude, it's on that level of how they bring me to their their golden city that's inside the earth. And yet I'm like, dude... For a fictional book, this is pretty good. <laughs> like, like this is some wild stuff to be writing in the World War II or whatever time it is. Uh, so, yeah, as much as I'd like for that to be true, probably no. <laughs> It'd be neat. Uh, the Another one that kind of along those stra- same veins is uh, the Nephilim. Okay. You you kind of know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, that one does kind of creep me out a little. Yeah, bit. yeah, it's some wild stuff. I think I've talked about it on the podcast before like a little what, bit. If you go biblically, what angels are really supposed to look like? Oh, that's no. also terrifying. Dove Jesus says, "Be not afraid," for very good reasons. Yeah. They're, they're horrifying. Like, yeah, uh, looks like something from another dimension. Yeah, yeah, uh, which who says they're not? Uh, but no, Nephilim was like what. Pretty much, angels wanted to come down, screw human earth yeah, women. Angels would have been, it'd been like the angel human hybrid. Yeah. Genesis chapter six, if y'all think I'm full well, of crap think on about this. How but... many like God human hybrids are in Greek mythology? Yeah. Too. Well, even in the Bible, I think in the King James Version, it says these are the men of old, men of renown. And from what I understand, it's like, oh, all these legends you hear about Hercules and other, they're. And then where do they find the, like, the giant bones that like disappeared? Oh. That was a thing. Now, I've heard a lot of that. I, I saw I saw pictures of what looked like giant skeletons that I was bought hooked, line, and sinker on for about a year. And then I saw another conspiracy theorist go, well, actually, I hate to break it to everybody, these are fake doctored photos, and I can show you where they enlarged the bones, and it's actually... Yeah, well, I've heard, but there's always, I feel like that's like through, like, history has always yeah. popped up, that, so I don't know. I'll tell you, I don't think this is like a conspiracy theory as far as people literally getting together and willfully manipulating information, but I, I think I've said it before. The historical account as we know it, I put in air quotes, like yeah. on everything from how we evolved to how human development has gone, I think that is 
I'm not saying it's untrue, but I think it's very odd for everyone to just go, this is definitely true exactly how this happened. Like, I mean, that takes faith. I mean, I'm still pissed they're putting feathers on dinosaurs, so. It could be real. <laughs> um, so, okay, those were the fun ones. Uh, or I guess, I guess like more fun, less believable. I want to say something to Merce, and I want to get his reaction on this. Now, I'm not trying to pee on anybody's grave when I say this. I'm about to talk about a dead person, but once I heard somebody say this two weeks ago on a pay-per-view Dave Smith thing, uh, John McCain, his prisoner of war photos, you know what I'm talking about, right? When he's at the Hanoi Hilton, you've seen him, right? Yeah, I think so. Isn't he about the fattest POW you've ever seen? I can't say that I've... I remember the photos well enough to chime in, but... I asked my mom about this, and I was like, the one thing I definitely remember about them is his chubby face. But my, he might be one of them chubby faces that... Well, didn't... I mean, even like... I mean, I don't know if he's like a good actor, but like his whole career, he couldn't move his arms. Or, didn't yeah. he have like shoulders broken? True. He did have yeah. like... It could have been like when he first got... Like an arrival photo, like when your mm. first day of vacation. Yeah. Like a... Yeah. Could have been. Could have been. Because I, I, I didn't know he had, like, shoulder-arm problems. I'm going to have to rewatch they, him. I think they broke his shoulders, like, multiple times or something. Uh, ever since that guy said that, I was like... And I'll say this. The, like, in McCain's defense, the one thing I actually liked about McCain was he was very anti-torture. Yeah. Like, he, there wasn't a war that he didn't like. He loved getting us in all of them. But in every one, he's like, no, 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 we're not torturing people. Because that good sucks. good old clean war. Yeah. Yeah, we're just going to bomb up innocent people. That doesn't matter. But as long as we don't torture them, we're good. Because that hurt me. I do know that there he was kind of used as a bargaining chip by... The North Vietnamese. So, I'm yeah. sure... I mean, I know they couldn't... They, they weren't going to kill him. No. Because he was like a corporal's son yeah, he, or something. Well, he was also, I think, yeah, higher ranking. So yeah. He, was, he was an officer to be, to be a pilot. Which, hey, dude, if the official story's true and that's like good... Like, that's badass because most of the time you hear about those general sons or admiral sons not being in combat or yeah. whatever. But good on him. Um... If it's true. Uh, what was another good one that I heard? And I was like, oh, man, I can play I can play with that for a while. Um, oh, you know, it was an absolute true conspiracy, and it's a fun lens to look at it through. The Constitutional Convention. Okay. It was a literal conspiracy. And every bit of the word i mean you think about it the most powerful people in the nation at the time a free united states free america right got together in secret in philadelphia with no press allowed whatsoever and formed a government without ever notifying any of the population without like they brought up federalist papers and anti-federalist papers true but i mean like and they over the course of a week or two, I can't remember, planned out the federal government. And when they got done, they enacted its existence upon the people. Okay. Like, I heard Michael Malice spin it that way one time, and I'm like, it's really hard for me to fight that logic. I can see that, but does it make, at the time, would have been a conspiracy. Now it's fact, because it, ha- how does that work? Now, hang on, what is a conspiracy? I feel like that's something like, okay, that's a good one too. I don't know. How a, a conspiracy technically is people getting together to plan an event. Because that's actually how it's. Yeah. In- you and I conspired to do this podcast. 
Like you could use it and not say now. There's a good conspiracy theory that the term like an underlying truth or an underlying that's typically what it refers to nowadays. Uh, but I mean, if you're literally talking about conspiring to create a government to rule people, like stuff that people normally think of when they think of New World Order or Illuminati or whatever, I mean, oh, the World Economic Forum, or the yeah, that's we uh, that's the one where I was trying not to mention because like, we have brought that up about every other show at least. Uh, but, I had to. Yeah. Hand yep. Uh, but um, all right. The one of the main things. I really wanted to draw from this. We've talked about some really silly stuff. Oh, one of the good ones. I'm just going to talk about silly. Uh, Paul McCartney, uh, he actually died in the 80s. Okay. And that they talked about, I'm stealing this from Dave Smith's special. But uh, crucify me, but it was good. Uh, supposedly, so there was, there was reports that he did die in the 80s, but then that came out as a hoax, like a week later. And the conspiracy theory is he actually did die. And that wasn't a hoax. And they had to get a replacement for him. And what they had to have done is gone up to the luckiest Paul McCartney impersonator alive <laughs> and said, listen, we know you like pretending to be Paul McCartney. How about you are Paul well, McCartney? Paul McCartney's got a very plain look. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what I thought about you whenever they said this, like, if this is post will, if this is before traveling Willberries, you could suck it. Because <laughs> that was great. That was Paul McCartney. <laughs> Paul McCartney wasn't into traveling Willberries. Yeah, he was. Wasn't it him, Tom was Petty? This Paul McCartney. Was it George Harrison? Yes. Oh. George well. Harrison was in the traveling Willberries. Well, then I misunderstood a joke and I feel bad. Because Paul McCartney's still alive. George Harrison's dead. True. <laughs> All right. The thing we're going to say now, we are not trying to. Oh, I didn't inc- realize so many of the Wilburys are dead, too. Oh, yeah. Like Roy Orbison, Tom Petty. Tom Petty's deader than shit. Yeah. The Bob Dylan, I think. Bob Dylan, and then uh, the other one, I think. Was, no, I think only Bob Dylan's alive. Bob Sadly. Dylan won't die. No, he won't. He's an odd. There you so. go. There's a conspiracy. Bob Dude. Dylan's deal with the devil. Yeah, supposedly. I'll tell you. Oh, do you, whoa. Hang on. Yeah. And now I know what you're talking yeah. about. Have you seen that interview? Where he says, my. The Dark Overlord told yeah. me to do this, and I met with him, and he gave me the power to play this. And he says, my deal's not done yet. Or the, but there, there's a part of me that thinks just knowing... That's just crazy Bob Dylan. That's just crazy Bob Dylan just probably trolling the lady. Uh, I mean, what? That's about the time of satanic panic in, like, the late 80s, early 90s, right? Yeah. Well, it wasn't before that, like, the, if you like did a record. own records. That was like 70s, 80s. Suppose, I've heard it about ACDC, Kiss, Pink Floyd, yeah. and some, if you play it backwards, that's a different message. I don't think but, any of them thought that far ahead into n- it. <laughs> I could see Pink Floyd doing okay. it, but yeah. I, I can't see them being mean about it or yeah. evil about it. I see them more like, you're tripping your balls off and you don't <laughs> know it. <laughs> like <laughs> That's more Pink Floyd. Uh, even though I've heard they never did drugs, but I don't know if I believe that. That's There's, a conspiracy. That is, I don't believe that for <laughs> a second. But here's, I, I really want to tell you. they did one bad trip, and that was enough to make them never yeah. want to do it again? I think Wish You Were Here is about them being given a medicine. One of them being given a medicine that they did not like, and it made them trip way too hard. And they were like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. Don't know. Y'all are free you, to correct you me. You can't. 
you can't get on Pink Floyd's level on a sober plane. No. Well, I like I like what my brother said. He said they're either the band that did all the drugs and got brilliant because of it, or they were the band that was naturally born brilliant and never needed drugs for it. Which I don't know which one's scarier. One of them licked a toad at it, age seven and just never came down. It's almost like the sober guy that knows how to dance really well. It's like, what is wrong with you? Why do you have so much confidence? I don't even get out of my chair. No. I got a buzz. <laughs> no, 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 no. Me neither. No. But the so. I'll say this. I'm not trying to encourage anybody to believe any of the things I just said. They're just fun examinations, fun goofing around. But there is one thing I love tying it to. Now, you ever heard the Sturgill Simpson song, uh, Turtles All the Way Down? I don't, I know Sturgill Simpson. I don't know who's my favorite album. Oh, dude. I mean, I'll be honest. It's a real slow and twangy song. But uh, the bass of that song, the, not, not like the bum-bum-bum bass, yeah. not that bass, but what, what they based it on, it's one of my favorite things I've ever heard. You know, uh, Stephen Hawking, the robot dude. That's right. a genius, right? Uh, suppose... He's dead. Oh, is he? Yeah. Whatever. Uh, he was at a lecture, I believe, when he was younger, before he got famous. He was listening to, like, a college lecture. And there's, like, a physicist up on stage talking about all, like, everything from the Big Bang to now and how everything had to perfectly correlate and yada, yada, going on a big college lecture spiel about how existence started. Um, and he's having, like, a Q&A session at the end. And everyone's asking, like, well, what about this scientific theory? That da, 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 and he's, like, answering them back and forth. And finally, there's this, like, really disheveled-looking woman who looks, like, crazier than shit. She raises her hand, he picks on her. The scientist does give him the lecture, and she goes, "Yeah, yeah, Mister Mister Professor, I understand everything you just said, but you left out one very key detail in your analysis." Professor's like, "Professor's like, what's that?" She goes, "This whole reality sits on the back of a giant turtle." And the professor, kind of being an ass but wanting to play along, I've heard like in his real life, Hawking was kind of a dick. Oh, I've heard some bad things. I don't want to quote any of them because I don't know them off the top of my head. But yeah, that's what I've heard. But. Maybe if you're smart enough and you don't like stupid people, you're just a dick to them. Or do you think karma got him? That's why he was in the chair. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Or he's making up for it. But I digress. The, the, the professor giving the lecture, after the woman tells him this, uh, goes, all right, well, question. What is that turtle? Well, if we're, if we're all in a reality on top of the back of a giant turtle, what's that turtle on top of? She goes, you're an idiot. Another turtle. <laughs> and, and the scientist or the professor wanting the entertainer goes in on, on top. She goes, no, 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 you're missing the point, man. It's turtles all the way down. It's the whole way down. It's nothing but turtles. And, you know, she's crazier than shit and, like, having a... Or, and my, my mind just keeps going to the, uh, the spy movie. It's like, am I not turtly enough? Yeah, it's pretty, like, dude. And but here's what Stephen, Haw Stephen Hawking came away with that as, or, or understanding. He goes, listen, I, of course I believe the professor like in most of, what, most of his assessments that are based on sound logic and sound science. He goes, but we cannot ignore, there is a chance that woman is right. <laughs> and this Stephen Hawking, he's like, there is a chance no matter how absurd the theory, no matter how crazy the speculation. You can't prove her wrong. Like, and that, but he said, like, despite all of our convictions and all of our studies and everything we've amassed of all human knowledge and understanding of the universe, there's a chance we're absolutely wrong and we're all on the back of a giant turtle. Just give me some, like, a, a Dr. Seuss Horton here's a <laughs> like, it's And it's, like, a thing to... 
You know, there was a time in our country where they would drain your blood to try to heal you of ailments. And it's like, we look at that as crazy now. Which, but, which trials come to mind? <laughs> like, uh, but back then they had... Think of, their, think of their theories of how they got there. If she, if she floats, she's a witch. If she drowns, she's... But then she's dead. Yeah, but she wasn't a witch. She went to heaven, dude. It works out. And like, human logic in other times upon gazing at the world and, and trying to understand what it is has led to horrific things like human sacrifice to the, the Aztecs to Crusades to like... So you have to understand that we don't fully know everything. And so any of these conspiracies, that as much as fun as I like having with them, there's a chance one of them's true. There's a chance all of them's true and none of them are true. And we're a conspiracy theory. We might be. Who knows? Maybe we're plants. Maybe we're glowies. Uh, glowy plants. But, uh, but I'm tired of going to work if this is all made yeah, up. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyways, people, we hope y'all enjoyed the conspiracy trail or whatever better name we can think of. Follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, at the Bandit Radio Hour, and uh, keep tuning in. This has been fun, and we'll see you around next time.